Hi, this is Kimberly Chalmers with the Be Well and Be You podcast, where I talk about everything to do with your health, your well-being, and ultimately how to live your most vibrant life. And today I have titled this podcast, Questions That Can Change Your Life in 2023, or really any year. So depending on when you're listening to this podcast, these are some really great questions that you can just spend a little time with, get curious about and reflect on. And in your answer, that's where some of the cool changes can happen. So these questions came about when a few weeks ago, I was creating and designing an event where for my business partners, we were looking at the year ahead. We were looking at how could we really elevate everything that we have going on within our team, within our own individual businesses, and of course, in the lives of the people that we are looking to be a positive influence for. And so I created a bunch of questions that would be hopefully thought provoking so that we could really determine what would be through our values and the things that are most important to us, what would be some of the key things that we could do moving forward. And I thought, gosh, you know what, these are just really great questions because as we look at these types of questions individually, they become really good, you know, just food for thought for wherever you're at in your life. So I thought I was, I would share them with you. So there's 13 questions and out of these questions. And the thing is the key with any question is it's not necessarily one question that's going to spark something for you, but it might be just the process of going through the questions that allows you to dig a little deeper into who you are, what your essence is, what you are here to bring to the world, and ultimately how you can really live a more fulfilling life. So as we go through some of these questions, if you want to write them down, if you want to reflect on them at another time, it really is just a matter of being a part of that process. So instead of it being like, well, I don't know, I'm like, how is this one question going to change my life? It's not that one question necessarily is going to change your life. It may be just in that process, the reflection process that all of a sudden you might have a, a subtle shift in your thinking, or maybe even a whole paradigm shift in, in your thinking. And for me personally, as I spent time considering these questions and really looking at where I stand right now and where I want to see myself next year, I recognize that I, I have some projects that I had parked temporarily, um, especially while I was in the process of being caregiver for my in-laws over the past year. And so things have shifted and I am no longer responsible to be caregiver anymore or overseeing the caregivers and whatnot. And so I'm looking at some of the things that I know are super valuable for me to really, you know, not even dip my toes in anymore, but really immerse myself in. And one of the things is my book. And I thought to myself, okay, so after doing some of these questions, after doing a lot of reflection in the past while, I'm like, okay, line in the sand, the book that I have had sitting on, on hold for so long, which is almost complete 
it's essential to get it done. And so after this event that I'd hosted with my team, I spent some time looking at, okay, I need to actually carve out some time and I need to get away. And so I'm going to be going to this place called Rivendell. It's on Bowen Island. It's a beautiful silent retreat center. It's just glorious. It's just in the most beautiful part of the world. And so I'm going to be going there to spend four days by myself nobody else around where I'm going to be able to finish the last edits and fingers crossed, fingers crossed, this is it where I can then send it off to my publisher. So really stoked about that. So for me, you know, uh, looking at different questions and things like that, or really coming to the place of reflection in my life, I was able to actually go, okay, what is most important to me? What is critical this year so that I can get to the end of this year and feel like, ah, okay, I really stepped into my essence. I really did the things that are creative for me, that allow me to really thrive, allow me to hopefully have a positive influence on other people, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, without further ado, I want to get to the, the questions for you. So the first question that I offer you today in order to really consider where you're at right now is if you look forward a year from now, wherever you're, where, wherever you're at in your life right now and whatever day of the year you are looking at, in order to feel like you have created some success by this same time next year, what would you like to see progress in? So it may be you have a financial goal. It may be you have a goal of developing or enhancing a skill, or it could be something that you want to create. It could be something you want to be participating in. So really looking at, okay, so if I want to feel like, okay, this year has been tremendous. This year has been really successful. So by this time next year, what will I have wanted to see happen or have progress in? Okay. So that's your first question. It's always good to, yes, we, we talk a lot about being present and being in the moment. And it's really important that we have some goals that we have, some idea, some vision for our future so that we can really be working towards that and setting our intention in that direction. The second question is, what strengths do you have right now? You know you have these strengths, but they're just not being utilized in your life. You're not either using them in your career, in your home life, or in your leisure activities or whatnot. So really looking at, you might want to look at things that you've been a part of in the past. It might be helpful to reflect on um, maybe projects that you've been a part of, jobs that you've been a part of, where you've had some skills, you've developed some skills, you've, you've really, you, you know that these are areas of skills in your life, but you're just not using them right now. So just, just a point of reflection, right? This isn't about, oh, I'm not using those skills right now. What the heck am I doing? This is, this is not that. This is simply a place of, huh, it's interesting. I'm not currently using those strengths, those gifts, those skills right now. Okay. So this is not about any kind of judgment. This is just a point of reflection. Okay. The third question, what scares you the most in your life 
but you know could be huge if you overcame it. So this might be something that you might need to pause for a moment and really get clear. For some of you, it could be the fear of failure. For some of you, it could be fear of success. For some of you, it could be fear of heights. It could be whatever that looks like for you. What scares you the most? But you know, this would be really instrumental for you if you really worked through this. If you came to a place where there was total freedom in that area versus fear. So what scares you the most and could be huge if you overcame it? So that's question number three. Question number four, in a perfect world, you would be a master of this skill or this quality or this, you'd have this essence in your being. So think about something that you maybe have had on your bucket list or maybe something that you've just, oh, every time you see somebody else performing or doing this or showing up in this way that you think, gosh, oh, I would so love to be masterful in that area. So for me, for instance, I used to really admire and respect people who could speak publicly. I was terrified. Oh my gosh, terrified to speak publicly until I was invited to do it one day. And I thought, gosh, okay, if I do this, this could be really helpful for me in, in my future. I don't know in what area, but I'm just going to say, yes, go for it. And, and we're just going to see. And so I actually then began to take courses and began to train in this area. And now, gosh, it's, it's definitely become a skill for me. And I love it. I love public speaking. Now there is obviously nerves and (laughs) some fear still, but, um, but this skill has really become something that I know I bring to, I bring to whatever it is that I'm doing. So in a perfect world, you'd be a master of what skill? Number five, what do you wish you'd been taught right out of the gate in your life that you could pass along to others? So what's something that you think, gosh, I, you know, if only kids knew this, or if only young adults knew this, or if only, you know, this group of people uh, understood this, you know, if I'd been taught this early on, gosh, it might've made such a huge difference in my life. So what do you wish you'd been taught right out of the gate that you could potentially in some way, some capacity at some point pass along to others? Number six, why do you believe you are in the career that you're in? So looking at the career you're in right now, or the job you have, or perhaps you're in between jobs, why do you believe you are where you are right now? I personally believe we absolutely 100% create our life. And so it's really good for us to just take a look at, gosh, what is it that brought me here? What are the things that I created that brought me to this place? Number seven, what lights you up most in your career? For some of you, this is going to be easy and you're going to have like 10 different answers and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this and that. And I love this opportunity. And I love that I get to do this. For some of you, this might be a bit of a stretch and I encourage you if it is a bit of a stretch to come up with what lights you up most in your career, 
that that might be also a place of curiosity. Huh, it's interesting. I'm not actually able to come up with anything that lights me up in my, in my career or my business. So just a really great place for you to consider. Number eight, what lights you up most in your life? For some of you, it's going to be your pets. For some of you, it'll be your little humans. For some of you, it's going to be your environment, the place that you live. For some of you, it could be the adventures that you go on. What is it that lights you up most in your life? Number nine, what types of events do you normally love to attend and are maybe doing so or maybe not doing so these days? So this gets to activities, events, traveling. I mean, what kinds of things do you normally love to do? Okay. What types of events, challenges, contests, adventures, functions would you like to engage in this year? One of the things that my partner and I, uh, when we first started dating the first few years, we would go to all manner of fundraisers and it was just so much fun. You got to meet really great people. You always came away with a cool, you know, a couple of cool um, auction items. We knew that we were supporting charities and then all of that died down for a few years. And so we're just getting back into that, which is super fun. We love going to those kinds of, fu of functions. We also love adventures and travel and whatnot. So what types of things that do you want to engage in this year? Number 11, if you could do one thing different in your life, knowing that it would have a ripple effect on everything else, what would that be? Again, this might be something you want to take a moment to really think about. If you could do one thing differently, and you know, gosh, if I, if I shifted that, it's going to have a ripple effect on the rest of my life. What would that one thing be? For some of you, it might be as simple as, you know, my mornings are so rushed, like so chaotic. What could I do to create more peace and more flow and harmony in my mornings? Right? So then it's like, okay, so if I did mornings differently, how would that then impact how I get to work and how I feel when I get to work or when I drop off my kids at school or how would I be functioning? My gosh, it would totally affect the entire start of my day. So then if you know doing mornings differently is going to affect so many other things and so many other people in your life, then you can look at that and you can go, okay, in order to make my mornings flow, what then needs to happen. So maybe I need to make lunches in the evening before, maybe I need to go to bed meditating so that I, I don't go to bed with all the stress and chaos of the day. Rather, I go to bed with, you know, healthy thoughts and, you know, music or, you know, just things that really help me to get more grounded. Right. So Really one thing, doing one thing different can make a massive impact on your day-to-day -day life. So if you could do one thing different in your life, what would that be? Number 12, if you could stop one thing that is no longer serving your highest good, what would that be? So again, looking at, okay, previous example with mornings, I want to stop chaos in the mornings. Okay, because the chaos in my mornings is not serving my highest good, right? Or it could be, 
I want to stop allowing everybody else to run my life. I want to stop saying yes to things that are not for my highest good right now. I want to set boundaries. Um, it could be, I want to stop endless scrolling on social media before I go to bed. It could be, I want to stop. Um, it could even be something big. Like I want to stop the work that I'm doing right now because it's just totally unfulfilling. And I want to start looking for something that's going to be more rewarding, more fulfilling. I don't know what that is for you. Um, but oftentimes when we look at what, what do we want to stop doing? Gosh, there's, there's just such a dramatic impact on everything else in our life. Number 13, what is the first thing you're going to do today to take action on your most successful year yet? So this is a pretty big list of things that I've given you. Obviously, for the majority of you, you're probably going to take one or two of these questions. Some of you were going to be like me and you were going to be writing all the questions down. You're going to be spending, you know, an hour working through them all or two hours or whatever. Um, but wherever you're at, what is one thing that you can actually do today to start taking action on your most successful year? yet. And for some of you, it might be, you know, I just want to, I just want to feel more grateful by the end of this year. I just want to feel like I, I have a bit more joy in my life. So it could be that you just start writing a gratitude, writing in a gratitude journal. Maybe at the end of the day, you write three gratitudes. You could start that today, right? Those are, that's a really, really simple thing to start doing, but the impact can be quite enormous, like really quite enormous. So, you know, when looking at these different questions, again, I want to reiterate, it is really about coming from that place of reflection and curiosity versus a place of judgment, or I should be doing this, or I shouldn't be doing that. It is not about that because Lord knows we do enough shaming and blaming of ourselves. We do not need to add that to our plate. This really is about, okay. There are little things, some big things, but ultimately I have the ability to create the life that I desire. I get to choose how I live my days. I get to choose how I show up. I get to choose what I bring to the world, what gifts and skills I bring to the world. I get to, I mean, our life is our creation. We get to create it. So I hope that these questions have given you an opportunity to just take a moment and reflect and look at what are a few things that you could begin, maybe shift or add or change or alter in order for you to really create and design your most beautiful, tremendous life. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I so appreciate all of my listeners. If you want to see more of me, feel free to connect with me on Instagram. That's where I am often playing and hanging out. Although I got to admit, I'm not one of the most consistent people because sometimes life happens and I don't prioritize social media. I tend to prioritize human connection and my family. I do have four children. 
uh, ranging, ranging in ages from four to 20. So I, I, they are my absolute treasures and I adore spending time with them. So if you're not seeing me on social media for a little period of time here and there, you'll know it's probably because I'm hanging out with them. Um, but when I am on social media, I do so love connecting and please feel free to message me there. And you can, you can find me at Kimberly R Chalmers. That's my Instagram handle. You can also find me at Kimberly Chalmers on Facebook and just would so love to connect with you. And if there's things that you would like to hear more about, you want to know more about nutrition or gut health or sleep or hormones or energy healing or self-care or relationships or you know, anything to do with our health and our well-being. If you want to hear more from me on these topics, please feel free to reach out and send me a message. Usually Instagram is a great way to reach me. So thanks so much for tuning in and as always be well and be you.